Welcome to Joy in Learning, a podcast from the Harley School in Rochester, New York. We're an independent school for nursery through grade 12, where there's always lots of interesting learning going on for us to share with you. Today's episode is the first in a short series in which we talk about risk-taking at Harley. During a recent discussion about the idea of the overprotected child, we realized that at Harley we're constantly encouraging and challenging students to take risks, to fail, to try new and sometimes scary things, and most importantly, to learn from those experiences. So we thought it would be important to speak with just a few of the teachers who are challenging our kids to take risks and to find out some of the strategies they use in their classrooms. For the first episode in this series, I spoke with Sybil Prince about a class that I think requires a tremendous amount of courage on behalf of our students. Enjoy. So I'm here with Sybil Prince, who is the upper school mindfulness uh, and hospice teacher. And there's another bit that you said in there as well. Service learning. Service learning. So can you tell me a bit about what hospice is? What is this class that we teach here called hospice? Yeah. So the hospice course is a year-long course for seniors at Harley where they are learning about the end of life, lifting the veil on this part of life that is frankly taboo in our culture where that we kind of sweep under the rug or that's hidden away um, that happens in a hospital oftentimes or in a nursing home Um, we lift the veil on it and explore uh, this part of life that happens to all of us by delving into literature poetry documentary films um, art music talking a lot about our own experiences And then alongside that, students are learning the personal care, hands-on skills of caring for somebody at the end of their lives. And then around November, the students start volunteering in a two-bed comfort care home, which is a hospice home for somebody who's in the final stages of their life, has been given a prognosis of three months or less. And the students begin to volunteer on a weekly basis with those residents coming back into the classroom and integrating their classroom learning with real life experience. Uh, It's pretty remarkable that we do this. Um, So this topic, the topic of this show is about risk taking. And I think it's pretty obvious how students would, uh, would be taking risks in this course. But can you name just some of the, some of the risks that students take really emotionally um, when they're in your class? Sure. Well, first and foremost, I think signing up to take a course called hospice is a huge risk. Um, you know, I, I think in our society, we we think of risk takers as being these people who do these brave and heroic deeds, um, firefighters and soldiers and medical providers saving someone's life. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in psychological risk taking. And that's a lot of what this course is, is challenging students to to show up and to open up to the parts of life that are most uncomfortable, um, allowing themselves to be vulnerable and to turn towards suffering, um, which you know, I, th- I think we have this, I think we're hardwired to run away from suffering. And so to ask a 17 or an 18 year old to turn towards suffering is, is huge. I have a lot of admiration for the students in my class that they're able to, to do that. 
So uh, what are some of the tools that, that you offer students to help them uh, take those risks and, and allow themselves to be vulnerable? Um, mindfulness is a, a huge tool, an integral part of the course. Um, I don't think that we, we learn oftentimes how to tolerate uncomfortable feelings. And mindfulness helps them to, to sit with what is, to sit with the the fear, the uncertainty, the anxiety, um, to hold space for somebody who's feeling those painful or uncomfortable feelings. Um, I, I don't think this course could happen without mindfulness being such an important part of it. Mm-hmm. And, and it is an important part of the culture here at Harley. Um, yeah. How do you see students coming into your class, do you mm-hmm. see that the tools that they've picked up in middle school and in lower school being a benefit to them here when they get to you? Absolutely. So we have you know, Siobhan in the lower school, the lower school art teacher teaching the, lower school, the little ones mindfulness and Linda Foster in the middle school teaching them mindful living and other mindfulness practitioners have integrated throughout the school. So by the time it's their senior year, they're familiar with this, this concept and have had an opportunity to practice it. So it's not brand new to them. Um, it's kind of pushing the boundaries, though, of what mindfulness is able to, to offer us by practicing it um, with people who, practicing it at the bedside of someone who's dying. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that, that students actually work in a home. Uh, it, it seems to me that, that one of the biggest steps once they've decided to take the course, that, that sort of the next big roadblock of uh, taking a next step is getting in the car and going to that first visit uh, to sort of put themselves in that position and say, okay, I'm going to take this leap. Mm -hmm. Uh, What does that look like? And and how do you prepare them to get, to take that leap? First, I, I have them, I, I talk to them about my own personal experiences of doing this work and I have them read and I have them, um, I have a lot of professionals from the community come in and talk about how often they've been doing this for many years and they're, they're still scared by this. This is scary work and that's okay. That doesn't mean that we're not able to do it or that we shouldn't do it. Um, it's, it's learning to tolerate that fear, to, to sit with that fear and to continue moving forward, to continue showing up and opening yourself up, even though you are terrified. And uh, speaking of that, what about those times, failure is a big word, but what about those times when there are stumbles and, and we don't get to the point that we were actually taking that leap or we're making the right choice? How do you help them cope with with those times when there are real roadblocks that they can't get over? Yeah. So I think that you know, making mistakes is going to be a part of this, um, and 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 that is one of their biggest fears of saying the wrong thing uh, to a family member who is grieving, to somebody who's dying. That doing the wrong thing for somebody who's already suffering or in pain or uncomfortable is somehow they're going to move them and and hurt them, um, and it happens. And that's a part of this class and why it requires so much courage, so much great courage to take it and to continue to show up, to continue to keep volunteering. The students receive a lot of support while they're volunteering. Um, 
So coming back to the classroom and talking with each other about what happened and how they're feeling and having a chance to process it through reflective journaling um, and continuing the mindfulness practices are really integral part to this course. So one of the more, more powerful things that I've seen in my time at Harley is the what you folks do at the end of this class where students get up and talk about their experience in your class. Um, can you talk about that a little bit, about how transformational this is for students mm-hmm. uh, and, and what that means to sort of end with that note and with that ceremony that you do at the end of the class? Yeah. Yesterday I was subbing for another teacher and it was a ninth grade class and I, I introduced myself to the ninth graders and was telling them that I teach hospice. And there were a few students in the class who said, oh, I could never take that. That's way too depressing for me. And I, I do hear that from students and, and even from adults when I tell them that I teach this course. Certainly this course is about the end of life. But in every equal measure, it's also about living and the type of life that we want to live, how to live deliberately and purposefully and meaningfully. And I think it's only through walking through this class through experiencing it and being with people at the end of their lives and truly showing up that we gain those those wisdoms for our own life and and I, that, that's sort of the last question that i wanted to give you is it, so it, this is obviously a transformational experience for many students do you see some of these skills and how do you see some of these skills transferring to later on in life, even if they're not volunteering um, in a hospice home? Yeah. So I have this belief kind of that I've been playing around with in my head as I'm trying to figure out how do you tell the story of hospice, um, which which is so fun. And that's that I believe that we can't have great compassion without great courage, without being truly vulnerable. Um, when we're vulnerable, that's when we really witness, I think, the the most profound beauty and the most profound horrors in life. And I think that is how we develop compassion. And so I think kind of looking at Harley's mission statement of learning how to care for other people, and that's a really important lesson that I kind of, if, if students take anything away from this course, it's compassion for others. And um, they get an opportunity to delve into that and practice what it is to feel compassion for someone by taking huge risks in this class. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I think it's incredible that we offer this and that we give this experience to students. Is there anything that we missed? Um, anything else that you wanted to talk about? I think that was it. Yeah. Great. I think that feels good. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for joining me. This was wonderful. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for joining us today on Joy in Learning, the Harley Schools podcast. We look forward to sharing interesting stories, discussing educational topics, and exploring ideas with you in our next episode. See you again soon.